Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? The Jets can't stop winning. No, the Jets are... Uh, it's so weird. We've never done the podcast when the Jets were good. Like, the old 32 fans, the OG 32 fans with Ari Gold, like, then they were decent. They went 10-6 and six, uh, one year, right? But missed the playoffs. Yeah, they have not been to the playoffs um, since uh, well before this started. That's crazy. Well, it's crazy, but they're uh, the Broncos are the only. I think every team's been to the playoffs in the last five years, except the Jets and the Broncos. You don't think of the Broncos as an inept team. Yeah, that's also year. crazy. Well, because the, the Broncos, Broncos won the Super Bowl six the, years ago. Yeah, yeah. The Jets are twenty ten. The Broncos are twenty sixteen. Everyone else has made the Super Bowl in the playoffs in the last five years. Mm. It's like a real drought. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe the drought will continue. They lost two Pro Bowlers for the season. The Jets did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, AVT was, you know, doing things people, you know, hadn't done and you know, <laughs> playing a different position every week. Now he's out for the year. It's yeah. funny they said elbow, and I was like, yeah, it's like not, like, whoa, how bad? But they, he tore his triceps. Is that an elbow? I don't even think that's, is that an elbow? I don't know. And then uh, Hall, you knew before the game was over, you sort of knew his season was over. Because once, yeah. once I say out with a knee, like during the game, mm, yeah, it's over. Not good. You know, now that, like, I have a good, I have a competent team again, the thing that really sucks about football that you don't have to deal with much in basketball is the injuries. Like, they're just so random, you know? And then it's like, oh, it's like, if we just don't have this player for the next 12 months, it's absurd. Every time Jen watches a football game with me, inevitably mm-hmm. within 30 seconds, there's like a card on the field. Yeah. And she gets like so like viscerally upset that this is an activity that's like, you know, and then she all like she starts talking about the gladiators in, in like ancient Rome. She gets very upset. Mm hmm. Sounds boring. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully this podcast won't be boring. This is what I was thinking of doing today because I've been, you know, I, I had a long conversation uh, on the most recent Saturday with a friend of mine, and we were trying to do quarterback rankings. And it's like, how do you rank a guy like Russell Wilson or Geno Smith or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Like, how much do you take into account the last six weeks? Versus the years before that. Uh, I mean, the conversation really started because he's a Cowboys fan. I'm a Vikings fan. And we were talking about where would you rank Cousins and Dak? And we were saying, so who's better than them? And so we didn't like, do you include Russell Wilson? Probably not. Do you include Geno Smith? Like, you know, so it, it was. So I, I thought like, you know, let's go through the 32 teams. It's not the midway point yet, right? We're, we're only through week seven. But let's sort of assess where everybody's quarterback situation is. And, um, you know, we're not doing a full ranking, but but that was sort of my thought. We can use that as sort of a, a forum for, for okay. you. You said rank the quarterbacks. You ranked them rank one 32. Them. I did. What a hero. Okay. I mean, I, you're you said rank them. I, okay. I don't know. You're Mr. Organized over here. And now I'm not so sure how organized you are. All right. Okay, fine. Let's rank them. Let's rank them. You right need now. like an assistant to read your WhatsApp, I think. Yeah, that's really what perhaps I think you need to hire an assistant. Okay. All right. Okay. So let, let's rank the quarterbacks. Okay. So let's start. Yeah, from the I mean, top. we could do it anywhere you want. We don't even have to go one to thirty-two. You could go team by team. You we could. No, no. Let's go one to thirty-two. You have it open. I'll, I'll do it too. It's not. It's not. You know, it shouldn't take me that long. All so. right. So let's start with thirty-two. Well, let, let's. Well, start... well, I mean, do you have any takes? I know this is a Tuesday episode. Usually, when we when we do it on Monday, we like to give takes. Let's. Uh, can we start with giving a couple of takes from the week? Because those will be stale afterwards. Yeah. Then, give give me your takes from the week. So, um, uh, first of all, like the, the Jets' defense, no joke. But I I mean, you're playing Brett Rippon, but yes, 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like I, we'll, we could talk about Zach Wilson in a second, but I don't know. I, I don't know that. By the way, Denver's Denver might have like the worst offense and the best defense in the NFL. The Denver defense is really good, too. Yeah, the Denver defense is excellent. And we knew that coming into the season. And that's why we thought, OK, now you're adding Russell Wilson to this elite defense and a couple of good wide receivers, a couple of good running backs. You have a 12 win team. But uh, we don't know what we're getting in Russell Wilson anymore. Uh, a couple other takeaways. Um, so Burrow at one point, it was exciting because I, I was getting said like, oh, I want him to break the Norm Van Brocklin record. Some records I don't want to be broken. Like to me, that's a record I'd love to see go down for some reason. It is incredibly cool that in an era which mostly had running, Van, Norm Van Brocklin in the week one of 1951 throws for 554 yards. And the record has now stood for 71 years. That's amazing. I mean, how many times has whatever the passing record was, yeah. even if you do per well, game? There, there are a bunch broken. of weird passing stats from like 1950, like, like you know, eight touchdowns. Because there was a few yeah. sort of crazy outlier games. Yeah, but. and probably part of it, like, it was against the New York Yanks, which <laughs> something like, yeah. it could have just been like a which very... Probably, for those who don't like, know, they're not called the Yankees. They were called the Yanks. Yeah. Which is very funny to me. Similarly inept to the current Yankees, though. And I, I don't think... Yeah, so it's possible it wasn't like a real professional level team he did against. But anyway, here's my favorite uh, Norman Van Brocklin stat. He never again, I think, threw for 170 the rest of the season. He played the entire rest of the season, did not even hit the 170 mark after. So imagine the fantasy football yeah. waiver wire after week one. <laughs> yeah. Because I think Bob Waterfield was their starting quarterback. So everyone is spending all $100 on Fab, like selling probably. There's probably people trying to sell like, players to get more than a hundred dollars in fab mm-hmm. uh you know just to like bid over a hundred because he throws for 554 yards and five touchdowns and then he basically never is startable the rest of the season yeah fantasy football in 1951 must have been nuts yeah well you know <laughs> um somebody shared in in my main uh fantasy league some somebody posted on twitter this idea that you can buy insurance in fantasy and basically, mm-hmm. if your player gets injured now, they didn't explain how the insurance, how much it costs and how that works. But if your player gets injured, you get whatever their season average is the next week going down by one point each week. So if they average 20, as long as they're injured, you get 19, 18, 17. But I, I said that's so dumb because if a guy has 40 points or, you know, if a guy has a couple crazy outlier games beginning of the season, their average is like artificially high. You like, you know. Yeah, uh, right. So if a guy scores 30 in week one and then tears the ACL in week two or something. Yeah, yeah you just ride him. No, I, th- I think that it makes week four. But yeah, but it, it was I don't think it was a very good idea. Um. Yeah. Just a couple other a couple other takeaways from uh, from from uh, week seven. The, I don't. I honestly don't think. I know we're going to talk about them in a second. I don't think that Brady and Rogers are that bad. People are like writing them off. The rest of the team is horrible. Yeah. Okay. This is annoying to me because this is such like Rogers and Brady PR. You would not be saying that about Kirk Cousins. And I know that because nobody's ever said that about Kirk Cousins. Oh, it's his team around him. That's like it's absurd. Like I understand for sure. Tampa has had injuries along the offensive line and some of their receivers have in and out, but like they still have a better offensive line than most teams. They still have even w- without one or two of the wide receivers, they have three pro Bowl wide receivers or I guess two Julio's not a pro bowler anymore. Like they still have weapons there. Uh, their running game has been abysmal. Um, and the Packers, th- they're missing one receiver from last year. Now he's a top five receiver, but like, I'm sorry, like Ro- Rogers was the MVP two years in a row. He shouldn't be dropping from MVP to like below average because of one receiver's absence. So I don't yeah. disagree with you. It's just a little bit annoying. The guys for whom we say that about versus the guys who we blame them, no matter what their circumstances are. Um, and the other thing I was thinking is like, obviously the NFL right now runs through New York. Like the three best teams are all, you know, in New York or New York adjacent. Um, and then the three California teams are like the three most disappointing, weirdly bad. Like the Chargers are loaded top to bottom and they suck. The 49ers are loaded top to bottom and they're horrible. And the Rams freaking won the Super Bowl last year. And Matthew Stafford is like, you know, abs- you traded him for Jared Goff. I actually almost traded him for Matt Ryan in fantasy. Matthew Stafford week. and the, the two Matts I tweeted, Stafford and Ryan, their numbers are almost identical this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I almost of, traded Stafford now for the Ryan after Ryan's weird began. because apparently it uh, from from the from the reporting, it was Ursay going over the head of the of everyone else basically and basically insisting on it which is the second year in a row uh, uh, allegedly that Ursay basically made a decision over everyone else Well that makes no sense because I think Schefter reported on Sunday that Urs that Matt Ryan is this, like the second best leader in NFL history after Peyton Manning like an actual quote yeah. and then so you're saying a few hours later the owner benched him That's what yeah that's what everybody said It saying. tracks only because it makes no sense to like 
because there's first, nuts. yeah the yeah. injury but they're like yeah he's injured but he, he's he also, wasn't I mean, injured he's, just, he's he's also like you know drop you know s- making public comments about dan snyder without running him by the other owners like ursley's off the reservation right now yeah um i and he's like the third string like he's not playing yet they'll play they'll play foals before they and also going straight to ellinger before i mean i guess maybe it's like I, you but, almost but, think I mean, they want to tank but, at this but, point. But, but also the the what you the we excuse me the reason that you know that it's Ursay is because Ryan is injured and they have a very easy out and you respect a guy because he's a future Hall of Famer and a veteran and you say oh he's injured so that's why they're coming in. But they went out of their way to say no 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 Ellinger's playing even if Ryan was healthy Ellinger would be playing and Ryan's never playing again. Like th- those are not things. Let me ask you a question. Ever, does Matt, no coach does would Matt ever Ryan... say that? You need to maintain your locker room. You need to maintain yeah. the guys' confidence. That's clearly yeah, especially if he's now. the greatest leader in NFL history. Let me ask you a question. Does Matt Ryan ever take another snap in the NFL? I would say yes. Because there's not going to be any demand for him as a starter next year. But Matt Schaub was a backup until he was like 44 or something. So oh, like he could guy... for sure backup. I mean, yeah. obviously, he'd be a good backup. But first of all, is he going to want him? He's 38. Uh, Matt, and he's Ryan, made... Matt, Matt Ryan. Matt Schaub never made the Matt Ryan has made an obscene amount of. Money. Yeah, I, I, I would be willing if you want to make this bet right now. I will bet Matt Ryan will start another game for the Colts this year. Wow. All right. So. <laughs> Because again, All like right. th- this was clearly in an Ursay, as you said yourself, you know, a spur of the moment decision because he's, uh, you know, a little bit reactive to things. And Ellinger is not like a top prospect. There's no reason to think this guy's not going to suck. Mm-hmm. And so no, I agree. Yeah. So if Ellinger sucks, they're going to have to bring Ryan back at some point. I mean, the Colts are three, three and one, and they're the acting disaster. like they're the Panthers. Exactly. It's it's a com- it's it's completely which again is indicative of Ursay and his dad who moved the team across the country in the middle of the night without any preparations, like. You know, the, these these essays are, uh, you know. All right. Anyway, that's they're, they're not, on they're that not note, deliberative. Let me put it that on way. that note. So I'm only going to rank the starting quarterbacks. I know you like to rank like everyone, but let's just do one per team. OK, well, so, so who are we doing uh, in Carolina? We're doing P.J. Walker. I mean, Carolina's got to be P.J. Walker. I think it's right. like who's starting this week, basically. Well, for, well 32 teams. Uh, is, it, it, all right. Uh, so are we doing Taylor Heineke instead of uh, Carson Wentz? Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have I have Ellinger, Erlinger, whatever, at 32, just because like. I have no reason to think he'll be good. Yeah. He wasn't even their backup last week. Right? Yeah, I can't dispute that. Again, it just Matt Ryan has not been good. He, he had one and a half good games, but Matt Ryan has not been good. But uh, again, there, there's no there's no on field reason to justify what you're doing. And it's not like the team season is over. It's not like you need to see what you have in Ellinger now. This is a veteran team. Two to 50. It, it doesn't make any sense what's going on in Indy, which is why I think, you know, that 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 Frank Reich is on the way out. Like he's he's almost certainly going to get fired at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if the owner starts deciding yeah, the, it's quarterback a, it's a, the, the whole thing, it's it's completely uh, it's out of control. But yeah, I agree. He has to be 32 right now. Ironically, the only quarterback coach, right? The only coach who was a quarterback at the, in the NFL, and he and he guys they basically, uh, Kevin O'Connell was a quarterback in the NFL. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. O'Connell was a quarterback. They, I well, mean, I mean they, O'Connell never. I mean, uh, Reich actually, you know, won a playoff game. So yeah, yeah. I, but it's just crazy. Like they had such a unique strategy from every team, which is like get a retread every single year for six years in a row and hope that you know the rest of the team is good enough, uh, and then it, it didn't work out. Um, yeah, so I I have Erlinger at 32. I have Pickett at 31. Pickett has really, really, really been bad so far. Yeah, I have him 31 also. You know, he's he's a rookie, and so we're, we don't have to draw conclusions. We don't have to bury him forever. But there was just there wasn't reason to think that he was going to be like an elite player coming into the league. And I guess that's what we've seen so far. And he has a couple of good plays. And then all of a sudden, he just well, I don't think that's pick. true. I think he was really like uniquely great in college. But, but not in, ter- but not from a prospect's perspective. No, not from. But I'm saying like there was there were reasons to think that he would be special just because he was so exceptionally good in college. Mm. Through 42 touchdowns last season, he was uh, very accurate. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, seven interceptions already. He's and he's check. It's like check down interceptions. Like he's he's and he's and by the way, uh, he has top four or five receivers like it's not like he's doing what Bailey Zappi's trying to do you know I don't know if they're that good but I mean, he has three receivers that, sort of. they no they are that good the problem is they what are you what are you talking about like Deontay Johnson do you think he why do you think he's good why do you think Deontay Johnson's good I, I don't necessarily think he's so good say so why does anyone think he's good he hasn't played with like an NFL quarterback in three years Chase yeah. Claypool same thing like how many teams would and not well, Clay, trade? Claypool has declared that he is the best receiver in the league, but I, you know, I don't know. I, Pickens, I, I'm not sure Claypool, Deontay, and Fryermuth. How many teams would not trade for that four? <sighs> and so now we're doing okay. Buffalo would not trade for them. 
Okay, Buffalo. Uh, Cincinnati them. would not trade for them. Cincinnati has the best receivers. They Miami would not trade for them. Miami wouldn't trade for them. The Chargers would not trade for them. I think the Chargers, no question, trade for them. But Keenan Allen, Mike like, Williams, or no I, way. Keenan no. Allen doesn't even know where the field is. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, like, that and who they who's Las, three and four? Okay, Las who's Vegas would not. There? Las Vegas would not trade for them. San Francisco would not. I trade mean, for if them. you're saying like stars, fine. The but Vikings like, would obviously not trade for them. No, a, a full. Okay, package, but that's four the thing four. is like Adams and four. Jefferson, sure. And and Darren Waller, who's not been good this year, but you'd still rather have him yeah. than Pat Fryermuth. All right, so at worst, they're like the seventh. I mean, I've named seven or eight already. Let's keep going. That's it. You name the teams with the superstar receivers and the and the two or three teams that have loaded rooms. Uh, Dallas, Dallas wouldn't trade for them. Dallas would make that trade in a second. The the Rams. It's, Dallas. It's not even because, close. Pittsburgh the, the, beats Dallas there. Dallas doesn't yeah. have a second receiver. Chase Claypool would get 14 targets Noah Brown's a game. Been good. Michael Gallup's finally coming back. They got a good no, tight end. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think you're overrating the Pittsburgh guys. But, yeah, to be fair, they haven't had a good quarterback in a while, so it's hard to know. And my point is, like, yeah, he's, like, bad, and it's not even it, it's not even explicable why he's so bad. Uh, all right, 30, I have um, uh, Justin Fields. You see anything you like last night from Justin Fields? Well, I mean, I saw a lot I like last night, but in uh, but like anything that you would move him up, like do you think like yeah, I don't, I, 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 I can't put him at thirty. I would put PJ Walker at thirty. All right, I have I've Walker at twenty nine, Heineke at twenty eight. Okay. and I, it's I would, really a punishment and I, for and like I, and I, and I would put Zach Wilson at twenty nine. Yeah, I have so I have Walker twenty nine, Heineke at twenty eight, Mac at twenty seven. Okay, you want to put Zappy there? I think Max playing this. No, week, I, right? I so I would okay, so I have um. I have Wilson at 29, Fields at 28, Jacoby Brissett at 27. Mm-hmm. And then and then I have Mac. Yeah, I have Brissett at 24. I have uh Brissett, Mills, and Wilson there. Well, what has Brissett done to give you confidence? I mean, he was good the first couple weeks, but he's been pretty bad since then. He's been pretty he's bad. Placeholder. I mean, who, so who else? Matter. Who who have we mentioned that's been good? Uh, you know, if you wanted to make a case for Zach Wilson, uh never, ever, ever, th- you know, has he's thrown two interceptions the last nine games. Pretty good. Uh, has avoided... Zach Wilson? Yeah. He's thrown one touchdown the whole season. Yeah, because they run from the what he's if if you counted touch if you counted balls throw down to the one yard line, he has many touchdowns. Really? All right. Uh, so this is like Calvin Johnson the year he had the the he, by the way, he has before. as many receiving touchdowns as passing touchdowns, Zach Wilson. He's caught a touchdown, he has a rush, he's rushed one. But yeah. they've they've been running, they've been running like there's no reason for him to pass for touchdowns. Brees Hall was just getting in the end zone and and Barrios and and Carter and everybody were running in and himself. Uh, we'll I will see now. They have to pass more. So great, great quarterback matchup this week: Mac Jones versus uh, Zach Wilson. I have Jameis at twenty three. I have Jameis at twenty four. No, excuse he's me. I have, taken... I, have, I have Heineke at twenty four. Jameis at twenty three. Okay, okay. Uh, he's taking a step back. It seems like Jameis. Who? First of all, I mean, you got to stay on the field, but I, I just ha- I haven't seen much of a spark from Jameis. Well, I mean, we haven't seen much of anything from him. But yeah. but also, this is a team. Look at their wide receiver room. Like, Olave is the only one who's been healthy. Mike Thomas hasn't played since, what, week one? Yeah. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Landry hasn't played at all. These guys are all yeah. coming back. I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to our picks maybe on the Patreon episode this week. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, especially given how bad that division is, I think people are giving up on New Orleans too quickly. Yeah. Uh, way, I, don't I, don't jump... have I lied. I don't have Jameis at 23. Jared yeah. Goff, Marcus Mariota. We haven't mentioned a bunch of guys who stink. Yeah, I have I have Goff twenty two, Stafford twenty one, Jared and Goff twenty. Jared Goff was so good the first couple of weeks that people like ignore. He's been so bad, so bad. And I mean, the they Lions, scored six points against Dallas. You remember how high people were on the Lions before the season? I was never high on the Lions. Yeah, the the, the Lions might win four games if they're lucky at this point. I mean, they're entertaining. They hit very hard. They're like every player on the team is just like trying to impress Dan Campbell. You know. Okay. I'm watching the game. They're just like smacking people around, hitting hard. Uh, they cannot play defense. Their skill level is very, very low on defense. They just don't have a lot of good players. Uh, and they also don't have a lot of good players on offense. And it sort of combines to make a mess. <laughs> they don't have good players. Like Aiden Hutchinson's good. But other than that, they really don't have a lot of good players on the team. On defense. Uh, saw, yeah. Okay. Uh, Goff 22, Stafford 21. Mariota twenty. Stafford has been atrocious this okay, year. Okay, but but so so but again, so what are you you're ranking based on this? Like, so you're saying that mostly if you could, vibes. I'm ranking on vibes. So I if think. you could trade, so you're saying that if the if the Rams got a phone call from Seattle this afternoon and said mm-hmm. one for one swap Stafford for Geno Smith, you think the Rams should make that trade with the goal of winning the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I think they have to. 
look what Gino's been doing. Look at what Gino's completing like uh, 92.5% of his passes. Stafford is just throwing interceptions every. That's not my, that's your metric. My metric is vibes right now. I don't know what vibes means. Stafford's vibes are are bad. He's throwing so, a so, lot of So Daniel Jones, you'd rather have Daniel Jones rest of season over Matthew Stafford. He's 19. He's, he's coming up next. Daniel Jones, 19. Daniel Jones thrown one interception this year. His team's freaking winning every week. Stafford throwing interceptions, team's losing. Now, did you see I dropped a Trubisky take, um, which is really it's a it's a Giants take, it's a Dayball take. It's it's a it's an overall big take in the 32 fans patron chat. Mm-hmm. You might have been sleeping. It was at midnight my time. What was it? Um, okay, so this is what I was saying. Um, you know, Daniel Jones this year, his performance is giving me big Mitch Trubisky 2018 vibes. Uh, Trubisky's second season in the year was when, remember before the year, some guy ranked in the ninth best quarterback in the league, and we all laughed and made fun of him. And then I think he finished like ninth in the league by CQBR that year. Um, it, you know, Trubisky was a real weapon with his legs. Uh, you know, his passing was still a work in progress, but it was his second year. And all of a sudden we thought there was real hope there. The difference, of course, is that Daniel Jones is in year four, so there's no Trubisky in his second year. It's not just that he was doing what he was doing, but we also thought there was more upside or potential down the line. Like, we know this is the best possible version of Daniel Jones we're seeing right now. So he doesn't have the ceiling that we thought Trubisky had that year. But mm-hmm. um, but then the, the real sign of not concern, but just, you know, let's let's stay sober here as Giants fans are getting drunk out of excitement at their six and one start. Like the 2018 Bears, I think, are a great comp for the 2022 Giants. Each team hired a first year coach. Uh, Peren, who I happen to dislike as a hire, but that's besides the point, took over a crappy team, immediately turned them around, one of the best records in the league. The Bears went 12-4 and four that year. Their coach was coach of the year, which is Dable. Obviously, he's going to do the same this year. If you would try telling any Bears fan during that 12-4 and four season or at any point in the offseason, the lead-up to the 2019 season, uh, by the way, uh, he's a one-year wonder. He actually sucks. Trubisky's also not very good. They're both going to be out of Chicago within three years. The coach is never going to get another job. Like, People, bear, there's not a Bears fan on earth. Even the most skeptical Bears fans would not have believed you. It would have been an impossible thing to say. And so, like, I'm not, I'm, and again, I'm not saying the table sucks. This is an anecdote, you know, sample size of one. I'm not saying that the table sucks. What I'm saying is we don't know if Dable is good or not, right? We can't, we're overreacting to seven good weeks, even if they're good the whole season. Like, you, you need to have a longer track record than one season. And so, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on Dable. Like what I said in the chat, I'm like, I'm not saying the Giants fans should be negative or upset. What I'm saying is it's like the Phillies right now. Appreciate the moment. Don't take the success for granted and start projecting out and say, oh, look, we have a coach for the future. He's going to be the next five years. He's going to lose the playoffs. No, no. Take win by win. Appreciate that because you don't know yet if Dable's a good NFL coach. You don't know if Dable will be your coach in three years at all or even be in the NFL. Yeah, I hear you. I listen. I think obviously I would lead towards he will be. But but everybody in the world would have about the Bears. This team sucks. They are well coached. But that was They're true of the well 2018 Bears also. I mean, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Listen, there's been a lot of Bears teams the last 20 years that have done smoke and mirrors, and this Giants team is a smoke and mirrors team. Yeah. Nice. Um. Okay, yeah, Jones, I have Jones at 19. I have Tannehill at 18. Most boring guy on earth. Man, you're uh, all up to 18. I'm still at 21. Yeah, who Wait, you have? you not mentioned Mariota yet? I, have Mar- I did at 20. Okay. So what's your 21, 2019? All right. So I've Goff at 23, I said. I have Mariota at 22. Mm-hmm. It, it's so weird to me because Atlanta invested huge draft capital in consecutive years in Kyle Pitts and Drake London, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and they never throw the ball. He throws the ball 12 times a game, and they just hand it off to Tyler Algier, the backup running back they took in the fifth round over and over and over. The guy gets at least a dozen times. And I just – I don't understand what they're doing. And I'm not saying that Mariota is the quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. But like, why do you invest in these in these receivers and then not throw the ball to them? Doesn't make sense. Now, in, maybe you could put it, say it the other way. Once this team gets a good quarterback, they're going to be cooking with gas, right? They're going to have um, oh my god, what the hell's his name? Suspended for uh, you know, betting five hundred bucks. Ridley. Yeah. The, once they get Calvin Ridley next year, you could say that Ridley, London, and Olave. Excuse me. No, <laughs> mixing up two. Uh, what and, are they combined? Is it the and, NFC and, South yeah. Super well, the Team? Well, the, the whole South together would like barely be a probable. That's true. Like, I was thinking yeah. like that's not even that impressive. It's like yeah. when people used to be like, if you combine no, the you, Jets and the Giants, Pitts, you get the six. Wins. Pitts, London, and Calvin Ridley with yeah. a good quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. This team is going to be very good, I think, going forward when they're not paying forty million dollars for Matt Ryan. I mean, they some, probably at some point should bench. put together a defense. You know that they have not done at any point in the last thirty years. But sure. yeah. Mariota 22, Jameis Winston to 21, which is a funny little thing, given that they were. Yep. Picked up yeah, we've been back. talking about that since uh, time more. Well, who yeah. else? 20. OK, so uh, at 20 is where I have Geno Smith. OK, I appreciate what he's done. 
Yeah. I'm not trying to take away from him. I have him ahead of all the guys who we don't particularly like. But mm-hmm. like at some point, you have to assume some kind of regression to the mean is coming. Right? I here's here's my can I tell you what my metrics really were? Vibes, vibes. you said it's vibes. Vibes. vibes no vibes. vibes. But if an alien came down and just saw this season, mm-hmm. but also had access to like their pro football reference page, yeah, that's that's what it is. Well, but 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 that's exactly the challenge here. How does the alien balance the pro football mm-hmm. reference page to the yeah. last seven games? Well, we'll see where I put you. Seven games but... is a really small uh, six for people who had their buy already, or even less for guys who've been injured. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very very small sample. Because size. just on the season, you could put you you know in the top five for sure, right? If all season, you knew yeah. on the season, if Geno's if Geno's name was Patrick Mahomes, he'd be two or three or something. He's fourth in CQBR right now behind. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Tua. Yes, he, he's mm-hmm. a he's he's unquestionably the best quarterback in the NFC so far this season, beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's funny because we talked we you know we talked about uh, the AFC being so much better than the NFC during our all our previews, and then we didn't even realize the Bucks and the Packers were going to be absolute like you know dumpster fire trashes. So now it's even worse. Now yeah. it's like the Eagles and and a bunch of clowns. The Vikings have the highest. Um, Here's a hilarious percent- question: Who's the, the second the highest best percentage chance of winning the division of any team in the NFL right now? And they didn't do anything last week. All they did was not play. Yeah, yeah. The funny question would be: Who's the second best team in the NFC? I mean, the, the, everyone sucks. I, I mean, I think the Cowboys. I think they have an elite. Defense. It's probably the Cowboys, but Dak Prescott basically hasn't shown up yet this season. Yeah, da- Dak. I mean, you know, he he played half a game against the Rams, uh, excuse me, against the Bucks in week one. And then he played against the Lions. But the Lions, Lions are the worst I, teams in the league. In hindsight, in hindsight, that game was not great. Yeah. Like, those D- Bucks, like, oh, it's the Bucks. But, no, OK, in but but in 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 seven quarters against uh, four of them, against arguably the worst defense in football. I think they are the worst teams in football in the yeah. Lions. Dak yes, has 340 yeah, yards, 60 percent completion percentage, one touchdown, one interception. He's not running the ball at all. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but again, so we, we have to give a little credit to. No, I'm not writing him off, but yeah, yeah. so far he's uh, the alien has, doesn't even believe you that Dak used to be good. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, Daniel Jones, 19, 10, 18. Who do you have there in the teens? Okay. So, oh, so I have, I have Geno Smith at 20 and then I have Daniel Jones at 19. Okay. Same. And then who do you have at 18? At 18 um, is where I have Tannehill. Okay. Same. All right. Okay. Uh, G- I have Jimmy G at 17. Okay. At 17, I have Trevor Lawrence. I think some people would probably put Jimmy G like 13. Even I'm pretty that's pretty low on him. But well, part of this fight I had with this guy is this guy was saying to me that Jimmy G is better than Dak and Kirk Cousins. And I'm like, what are you smoking? Like the 49ers tried to no, trade that's for Kirk silly. Cousins. That's silly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Garoppolo's a backup. I mean, he's the best backup in the league because he's not really a backup. He's as we said, he's, you know, the... he's not. a. I mean, he's not a backup. Yeah, he's in this tier. You know, he's in the teens tier. It just a question yeah, well, I, I have him. Next. 13, I have, him, I have him at 16. So he's the 16th best quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait, I have Russell Wilson at 16. Well, okay, so you already had Stafford, right? Yeah. So look, I, I guess you're not wrong. So I have I have Stafford at, at 15 here, mm-hmm. and then I have Russell Wilson at 14, which is not nearly as low as they should be based on this season, but not nearly as high as they were coming into the year. So I'm trying to yeah. Here of, here are the people I'm trying to split the baby here. Here are the people Russell Wilson has a better QBR than Baker Mayfield may ne- may lose his job to PJ Walker. Joe Flacco. Is this ESPN QBR? Yeah. Okay. Joe Flacco, don't even know if he like still is in the Jets' uh, uh, locker room. Carson Wentz, uh, you know, may as well be on the moon. Three guys who are, who are backups at best. That's it. He's he's worse than Justin Fields, who just the season started last night. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Now, neither one of us has mentioned Tua yet. Did you see we had, I think, Joe Braga, a Dolphins fan? Oh, I'm not mentioning Tua for a little while. Well, because Joe thinks that Mac Jones is still better than Tua. Ah, That's absurd. Come on. (laughs) He's a Dolphins fan, so I I don't know which which direction that bias works in. But yeah, so I have Russ at 16. I have Kirk at 15. Kirk, usually a little higher, but, you know, I mean, he's having the worst statistical season of his career. Well, listen, these are old guys. Maybe well, it's the, the, the time all the old quarterbacks are have been terrible, except ironically, Juno Smith, who's kind of old, but he's 32. Anyone 34 plus has basically been bad. Yeah, but I, the, I mean, the, the fountain of youth that happened for a decade. But Cousins also, I mean, he was bad against the Eagles. That was really the only game he's been bad. And it's just that he was really, really, really bad that game. And we've only played six games. So it's a significant sample size. OK. No, listen, I'm willing to we could do this again in a month. I'm yeah, I mean, I, Kyler Murray's been worse and doesn't have the tr- I, I have Kyler Murray at 13. Mm-hmm. Where do you have Murray? Uh, so I so I have uh, uh, Trevor at 14, Kyler at 13 here. OK, OK, fine. So, yeah, so we both have Kyler. At now, listen, that's a little projection on Trevor. He's oh, been fine. Yeah, He's sure. been about this. Maybe one or two. You probably put cousins over him. Really Stafford, maybe. But um, okay, his weapons aren't super special. Like he's playing well in spite of a team that's maybe like a year away from doing anything. I mean, think about young quarterbacks pick one, like look who Burrow gets to play with. Look who Lawrence gets to play with Christian Kirk, who everyone made fun of is like, they're easily, you know, wide receiver one. And there's really not even wide receiver. You know, I mean, Kirk no has else. been good. Yeah. So, right. so uh, yes, yeah, Kirk has been good. Uh, at 12, I have Derek Carr. I think you probably also have him there. No, I have him. I have him a little bit higher. I have two at 12. Okay. Right. Uh, he, no, I mean, I'll, he he I'll has that otherworldly second half against the Ravens, which again, mm-hmm. because of small sample size, especially two has also only played, like he's played basically four games so far. Right. Now I do like I'd like to think, and I have two much higher, but at the end of the day, I, I and I was very the the number one player I was higher on than anybody is Waddle, who I have in like four different fantasy teams this year. Okay. The because I I just said like. This guy had 104 receptions last year. No other no other rookie has ever done it. Like, he's probably going to be really good. Waddle and Hill, I do think pretty much any guy we've mentioned so far, you just throw the ball up to Waddle and Hill, you'll look really good. So I, I, it's almost impossible to judge him because his receivers are like cheat codes. Yeah. And I mean, which like I he's guess. not grinding out. You know what I mean? He's not grinding out like six yeah. here. To, like, I mean, six we, 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 need, to, here we to... need to see more of him. So. But I, I think I think I think Absolutely. twelve is generous, um, even though again statistically he's like third best through uh, four games mm-hmm. or five games or whatever he's played. Yeah. So I have Carr at twelve. I have Gino at eleven. I couldn't okay. put him in the top ten, but Gino's been amazing. He, All right. I, and then, he, then and then I have Jalen Hurts at eleven, which mm-hmm. is sort of. I mean, Jalen Hurts is great in fantasy. We know that. Yeah. And he's but we saw last year when he played a playoff team, like you know he was good against crappy teams in the regular season. He was putting mm-hmm. up fantasy numbers, but he couldn't really throw the ball. Um. And right now he's in the MVP conversation, although. Yeah, no, he he has bumped. He has done what like the Allen. He's his completion percentage has gone up like. But if you were going into a playoff game, would you really rather have Jalen Hurts than Derek Carr or Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? I don't think you would. No, but we're probably wrong. Like, I'd probably say no, but the answer this year would probably be yes, because he's been so good. It's also listen, similar to Tua, it's hard. The team is just so freaking stacked everywhere. That it, you know, it's it's hard to say. Like they're just so good all around, so many yeah. veterans, so many good players. They really don't have a weakness. Yeah. Uh anyway, so I've I have I have Hertz at eight. I have Dak at ten, two at nine. So I'm just curious, why do you have Dak? Dak as we just said, has barely played when he's played, he's been mm-hmm. terrible. Why do you have him five or six spots higher than Cousins and Stafford, some of those guys? Because Dak hasn't been bad. He just hasn't he has been he bad. hasn't played yet. He was but very he bad against Tampa and he, he was very bad against Detroit. Okay, he hasn't played at all. If Dak has three more games like this, I'd move him down like seventeen. It, but I just it, think it's absurd to move him down. Statistically, right now, his season I, hasn't started yet. But he's the, he is the worst quarterback in the NFL so far. He's been terrible. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not I'm not saying he hasn't been. He's right. been terrible. I, I don't I don't really his, understand your vibes. His season has no hasn't vibes. started yet. This is like where I would have him at the beginning of the he's year. He's played two games. Some of these other guys have played four games, and you're ranking them. Barely played. Yeah. All right, Akiva. We'll get to the top ten in a second. But b- before we get to the top ten quarterbacks, which is very exciting, I have even more exciting news. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thirty-two fans. For the first time in a long time, is brought to you yet again by Manscaped, the best in men's wow. below the waist. Our grooming. old best friends, they're back. Precision engineer tools for your family jewels, my family jewels, our listeners' family jewels. Mm-hmm. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 
the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. I mean, since since uh, they've been away from us, they've really mm-hmm. they did not rest on their laurels. They went from 2.0 to 3.0 to 4.0. Now we suggested because they did 1.0, 2.0. We were like, you guys should do 3.0 and then 4.0. Yeah, well, so we and should get probably credit, came right? from us. Yeah, probably, probably came from us. Yeah. Well, you know who you know who owes us a, a bundle of thanks? Over six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. And the exclusive offer for 32 fans listeners, you cannot hear this on any other podcast, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 32fans at manscaped.com. That's one word, 32 fans, 6 million men. I think that's like 12 million balls. About. Yeah, let me just tell you. Yeah, that's give or take. Some uh, Not everybody has. Uh, <laughs> the Performance Package 4.0 arrived at my house last week. Oh, man, it is a game changer. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, which... Uh, at this point in my life, I'm using the Crop Preserver mm-hmm. Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toe, the Performance Boxer Briefs, very comfy. and a We love bag. the boxers, famously. We love yeah. them. And you know my goal in life is to never wear the same pair of underwear or socks twice. So it would be, if they just send me like a million, that would be nice. Anyway, Lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer, it's the future of grooming, if not the present. And dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer of all time. Their fourth generation trimmer features. Should we, should we do top 32 ball trimmers of all time? We, we Yeah, when we get there, when we get to the lawnmower 32.0. Okay. Cutting edge ceramic blades reduce grooming accidents. Think they're advanced skin safe. And you're like, do you think they trademarked skin safe? Did they remember? Because nobody else has it. Yes, they did. <laughs> the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof. It also has a 4,000 4K, 4, K LED spotlight. You need a more precise shave. That means you can Guess use what? this in the dark, in the shower. Yes. <laughs> and I do shower in the dark. Yeah. No, I don't really. Mm. And because it's waterproof, you can take a bite of the mess on the bathroom floor, Alex. Exactly. Yeah, do it in the shower. And listen, if you thought that was good, do you want to take your grooming game to the next level? The 4.0 package includes the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe trademark technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Six million Mm -hmm. men, that's 12 million nostrils. They're crop preserver, and you're like, well... Do you think they have enough lawyers to trademark skin safe and crop preserver? Yep, they do. Anyway, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver, ball toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas and ladies. Your balls will be will thank will thank you. Yep. So it's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off free shipping with code 32 fans. Even if you don't want the whole package, go to manscaped.com. Just look around. They have a lot of stuff there. And no matter what you buy, if you use code 32 fans, uh, you guys win, we win, we all win. Worldwide free shipping. Go get to it. All right. Is it time to get to the top 10? Uh, let's do it. Um, so I, I have Derek Carr at 10. Mm-hmm. I have Dak at 9. I have Cousins at 8. These are guys who are always basically in those That's spots. too high. Cousins at 8. There's no justification for putting Cousins at 8 right now. The, the, there's not a single player we've met. Uh, I mean, how do you justify putting Dak at 8? Jalen said. What has Cousins done this year that Jalen Hurts? They played each other. Hurts put a freaking can of whoop ass on. No, Hurts Hurts did Hurts did nothing in the second half. Of that he game. Did, did. He didn't do anything. Hurts did nothing. It, Cousins was terrible. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and like, it's not Cousins. It, we could, you know, the reason we made the MVP bet on Cousins and and Tua, which by the way, it's not going to win, but kind of looks decent. Like Cousins is on a team that's six and one. We didn't no, know he'd but, start but, throwing but interceptions. He's, again, he's having the worst statistical season of his career, and we knew. But Coming we were in, sort of pinpointing teams that guys who don't throw a lot of interceptions. You gotta, you, you gotta stop confusing team performance for player performance, right? Like Peter Schrager tweeted out yesterday morning. He's like, who are the Pro Bowl quarterbacks in the NFC? It's gotta be Geno um and and Hertz and Cousins. I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be Cousins. Cousins, based on performance through seven weeks, absolutely should not be. Now, who would I have in the Pro Bowl? I guess I would have Geno and Hertz. Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean, I don't do the Pro Bowl anymore, so who cares? Yeah, who cares? Um, all right, fine. So, so, so I have, so I have Carr ten, Prescott nine, Cousins eight. By the way, we haven't even mentioned Rodgers and Brady yet, who have been worse than Cousins. Yeah, okay. So I have Brady and at are seven. older, and and have we have more reasons to be concerned. So I, I have, have Brady at seven. Let me say something nice also. about Tom Brady. Say Let me say nice. something nice about Tom Brady. He's thrown two hundred ninety six passes this year and only one interception. Okay, let's slow down a little bit. He's not that bad. He's thrown two hundred ninety six passes this year. Okay. He's averaging now, six and a half all yards. of them have gone for three and a half yards. Yeah, he's been yeah. incomplete. All right. Now, do you know what the the witch the witch theory that's going on with um with Tom Brady? No, I thought the witch was with Aaron, dating Aaron Rodgers. No, so apparently, well, there's there, there's witch theories. So apparently, um, and I'm not an expert on 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 wizardry, so I, I defer to uh, what I've read and what I've heard. But mm-hmm. apparently, apparently, Giselle is a witch, 
And, 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 and let me also be clear, although the term witch has a negative connotation often, a witch is just a female version of a wizard. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So apparently Giselle is a witch, and she has used her witchy powers to enable Tom Brady, uh, you know, a, along with not eating strawberries and all the other genius medical things that TB12 does, to be as good as, as he has been for as long as he has been into the age that he has been in. But now that, that Brady offended the witch, she has removed her witchy powers, which is why, I mean, his literal life force is depleted, which is why you see him at the press conference and he's shrunken, his face looks deformed, he's all bony, he's pale, he's playing terribly. So it, it, it's basically Brady has Giselle to credit for his career, and now that they are no longer together, that's why he's bad. So it's not even like, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, so that's really the explanation for Tom Brady. He, he, his wife is a witch. She was supporting him with her magical powers, and now she's no longer doing so. All right, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Now the challenge, anyway, Brady, Tom Brady yeah. and the Bucks is, I don't know if these two are reconciling again this year. Oh, I don't think so. I think Simmons said that, and he's usually like locked in on stuff because he thinks the divorce is basically final. Yeah. So then, why do I have Tom Brady at seven? I should have him down to like twenty-five. I didn't. I didn't factor in the uh, uh, CWQBR, Chester Witch quarterback. Yeah, because he's like a forty-five-year-old uh, uh, witchless uh, uh, old man. Who's who's trying to play NFL quarterback? And... I'm so old. Like when I sit down at my desk and like when I get up, I have to like wake my foot up. He's six years older than me. It's just I grimace every time he gets hit. Like I don't like Brady, but I it I don't want him to get. You know what I mean? I don't even get yeah. there. Like I really grimace every time. Yeah, he doesn't get hit a lot. That offensive line is terrible. Honestly, he's throwing the ball. Him and Rodgers are throwing the ball away much faster than they want because their offensive line sucks. Rodgers. Well, I have Rodgers. I mean, offensive... Where do you have him? I have a five. I have a Herbert between the two of them. Okay, so so let's let's talk about Rogers. So so Rogers, it's very strange because he gets this new coach Matt Lafleur two years mm-hmm. ago, right? And Lafleur comes in and he's based on the Sean McVay scheme of offense, where you have a lot of motion, you're trying to create mismatches, and Rogers does not like that. Rogers always likes to simplify the offense. Rogers hates motion. Rogers prefers tempo, mm-hmm. but yet Rogers wins back to back MVP, and everybody's praising the LaFleur Rogers combo. Now that they're struggling here in year three, they're fighting and bickering and Rogers says he hates LaFleur's offense. Like the hypocrisy, you're like, what about the last two years? It was working fine the last two years. So, you know, Rogers is having like a family squabble with LaFleur. By the way, Rogers family squabbles, we know how that, those work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So so uh, you know I don't, you know, Packers fans are so mad at Rogers right now. Like I shared some rants in the, in the patron chat. It was some Packers fan. He was, he said that Rogers is the cause of all the pain and sadness in his life. I'm like, Oh, shut the fuck up. You've watched a top 10 quarterback for the listen, because the Packers fans are coming to terms with the fact like that they had the 40 worst. years of immortal QBs yeah. and they have two Super Bowls to show for it. Well, freaking Patriots were winning. Yeah. You know, the you know what I would do for two Super Bowls? Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. It's sacrifice my wife and kids. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Edit that out. Um, Herbert. So I have Herbert between them at six. Do you have him at five? No. I, and by the way, and, and the thing is, none of these guys deserve these rankings, right? No, like, I agree. Yeah. I, I think there's it's by de- these are all by default rankings. Um, it, we really we shouldn't be saying five and four. We should be saying 27th worst, 26th worst instead of. Third. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I have Lamar Jackson at five. Mm. He's been really bad since week three. He hasn't been bad Are you, since week three. Have you watched his games? I, I mean, I've watched well, basically every. I, I watched every. You know, the Jets. I, we got the yeah. Ravens game on. Yeah. All right. So here's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's fifth in the league in rushing. So he's all, also would be a Pro Bowl running back, right? Sure. Now. He's leading. The, you know what I mean? Like that alone, I think. Let's not get too. And into the and that's and that's the strength of Justin Fields and Daniel Jones. Also, we don't have them ranked in the top five. But he's much better than them. He's running for eight yards a carry. Like he's yeah. an obscenely good runner. Uh, no fear. Like I, I, I grimace every time he does it too. He, he, he takes way too many hits. Um, no, I, the, I, he, the receivers are a joke. They're an embarrassment. That's not true. Mark He's, Andrews is very good. They are. They're terrible. Mark Andrews, uh, Andrews other than Chappelle, Mark, uh, no, Mark Andrews is elite. He, he's <laughs> one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. Yeah. No, Andrews is very good. Yeah. Can't, can't complain about him, but, but the receivers think, um, Although du- Duvernay's look frisky every time, but but, not, but, but, yeah. the, but these aren't weren't excuses in the first. So you have Herbert. At, where do you have Herbert at four? So I have Herbert at four. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah have Herbert Rogers. Lamar, and again, and Herbert Herbert does not deserve it based on this season so far. No, I agree. So there's three guys so who does who stand alone. So Burrow is. I mean, Burrow's in the second tier by himself, right? He's number three. Well, yeah, but Burrow was in the middle of the pack with all these other guys until last week. Like he, he put up 500 yards and a million touchdowns and ran for a touchdown against the Falcons. And so all of a sudden he skyrockets up to number three and he deserves to be there. Don't get me wrong, but it's all based on one game, which again speaks to small sample size. 
Yeah, now, I mean, we, all, still- now, we also have the pedigree and the track record in the Super Bowl last year and everything else. But mm-hmm. Burrow, Burrow has not has not played through th- through seven games like the third best quarterback in the NFL normally does at this point in the season. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was part of the point of this exercise was yes. that there's a lot of people in the middle. Yeah, but I agree. And then, Burrow has to be three. And obviously you have Allen ahead of Mahomes, one, two. No, I have Mahomes ahead of Allen. Really? I mean, Allen is ahead of Mahomes in performance this year. Allen would be my like unanimous MVP, right? Like Mahomes is not playing this week because he has a bye. Allen already has a bye. And even with the bye in pocket, even with an extra game for Mahomes, Allen has more yards. Um, than no, Allen, Mahomes has the most yards. No, but I'm saying passing plus rushing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Mahomes, Mahomes leads. Yeah, Allen has two passing yards. Rushing, yeah. Yes, Mahomes, Mahomes has the most passing yards and passing touchdowns. Yes, but Allen has 257 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Which uh, Mahomes doesn't have, um, so yeah. So I have I have Mahomes slightly ahead of Allen, even though Allen would be my unanimous MVP so far this season. But I think that going forward, I still I just you know Mahomes got rid of Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's a great example. Compare him to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. No. Listen, Allen's on they page. Each lose and, their and, superstar wide receiver. What happens? Mahomes is just as good, if not better. Uh, Rodgers sucks. Uh, Josh Allen isn't missing anybody. Um, and uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not tarring Josh Allen. I said he's the unanimous MVP, and I said he's the second best quarterback in the world. But I would still rather I would rather have Mahomes if I could have won. Listen, Allen's on pace to break the passing record. Uh, I mean, a little silly because he's going to get that's with 17 games, whereas nobody had 17 till last yeah. year. But it is crazy. Some of these numbers. Well, Justin like, Jefferson's on pace to break the receiving yards record, also. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, break in 16. I, I don't want to sound like um, commissioner. Who was commissioner in 1961? Ford Frick. I don't remember who it was. Uh, uh, no, I think it's probably Roselle already by 64. No, no, I'm talking about baseball. Oh, uh, maybe Fort Frick, yeah. Because um, I'm just saying, I don't want to sound like him putting an asterisk next to Roger Maris, but like all these seven, and this was true in 1979 when they went from 14 games to 16 games. Like, yeah, all these records can be broken. All the 16 game records are eventually going to be gone. Mm-hmm. But listen, it's not like we always played 16 games. We played 16 games for 40 years. And before that, we played uh, 14 games. Before that, we played 12 games. Like, you know. These yeah, Frick games. was a commissioner, but uh, he gets replaced right after that by William Eckert, who really has been lost to history. So who, but who's really the one who put the asterisk on Maris? Yeah, Ford Frick. Oh, it was Frick. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I was freaking right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. So we're going to see all these records fall, obviously. I mean, the most important I, I want, I want there to be enough sack records that Michael Strahan is nowhere near the top 10 because of the bullshit collusion with the far. Like that was like, mm-hmm. just, I don't want that anywhere near the all time uh, record. Mm-hmm. That, that was an embarrassment. Um, You wouldn't. I mean, can you imagine like a pitcher grooving a pitch to Aaron Judge? So, like you don't want to be the guy to get sure it happened. I'm sure it happened this year. Yeah. Oh, OK. On purpose, you think you think an opposing pitcher intentionally? No, no, I don't think so. I do. I don't actually think that. Okay, so yeah, so those are our quarterback rankings, and if you compare them to the beginning of the season, it's wild, right? And and it should be more wild, but we're putting we're still giving a lot of credit to the Rodgers and the Brady's and the Dax and all these guys that they haven't earned. We really should go to the Jets Vikings game, like we thought it would be maybe not. Yeah, well, I can't go to the Giants Vikings game because it's on Christmas. I'm kind of celebrate Christmas. I'm kind of considering. Well, no, but it's on Shabbos also. Okay, fine. <laughs> more yeah, relevant. Different. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to appeal to the masses. Um, I, I don't go to football games for Christmas. Uh, that's a lie. Um, I, I'm kind of thinking about going to the Vikings Bills game in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. They're probably have fun with that. Be Jets Vikings. Jets Vikings. Yeah. Well, the Vikings... you have not been to the new stadium yet. U.S. Bank. You have not been to the. I, Vikings stadium. I have never been to U.S. Bank. That's correct. Um, I mean, the Vikings are probably going to be seven and one going to Buffalo. I mean, at least, you know, they're they're favored in the next two games. I think the Vikings only they, they're only going to be underdogs twice more this year at Buffalo and then possibly at Lambeau. In the way I like the confidence you said, because that's the same confidence that was Dallas is going to be four. No. So that bet is a win. Yeah, no, no, no I'm not saying cold. they're going to win. I'm saying they're going to be favored. I mean, well, you can look at the odds right now. They're favored in these games, right? You can you can go look at future weeks uh, lines mm-hmm. already. Oh, I you're cheating in, in there. I guess no, I'm game. saying I won't. But look at the Viking schedule. They're playing. They're playing. I can every- see the Vikings losing lose to the Cardinals this week. They certainly could, but they're favored. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to win this game. I'm saying they're assuming favorites win, which obviously you know doesn't happen 45 percent of the time. You got a seven and one Vikings team going into seven and one Buffalo. That'll be uh But um, yeah. So what else? What else do you have to say for yourself? That's it. So we'll go over to the patron feed and we'll we'll pick uh we'll pick games. Now you got to go podcast with my brother right now. I so here's what I have for, to do for now. an audience I mean, we of can 10. Do another podcast now. No, I'm sure not everyone in the league listens. I'm sure it's less than 10. <laughs> I've never listened to it. Uh, I listened to the first one. Your brother started a, a podcast. Instead of, he basically, there's a lot of punishments for being in the league, but it's for the good team. It's not like, not like my like loser takes the stairs punishment. This is where someone told us about uh, karate, that someone has to take karate class in their league if they lose. Um, like a, a kid's karate class, like Kramer. Um, 
the you have to so you used to have to do a write up a write up of every uh of like the winner would have to like write up uh previous so i do power ratings always that was my thing if you know the one time of year i had the most points and so because i had the most points this week i have to go on the podcast he started a league podcast this year so right now i have to leave this podcast are you here listening sammy told me the story you're telling the the crowd yeah and uh and i gotta go podcast with your with your with your brother sammy uh and he wanted me to do rings but i haven't gone through every roster i don't know so that's that's my plug for this week <laughs> 30 30 uh, can you share the link and can others listen to it uh sure sure i'll, I'll ask sammy for the link uh but i don't i recommend nobody nobody listen <laughs> And in my work league, I traded DeAndre. It's a peep, it's a full PPR league, which I never played, and I always play in halves. DeAndre Hopkins for Connor, like three weeks ago. I'm feeling very bad about it right now. Yeah. <sighs> All right, fine. So we're gonna make week. We're gonna make week. Uh, what were we, were we on week eight? Week eight. Week picks, eight picks. in mm-hmm. the in the patron episode. Also, week. I haven't been doing college football picks. I'll get back to main college football picks. So I've been winning this year a little bit. I heard on Hang Up and Listen, by the way, the most brilliant idea for uh, bass, like how NBA can resolve the issues of tanking. Wait, time was, out. Yeah, we didn't even. I didn't even trash talk. Freaking Spurs beat the Timberwolves. Yeah, oh, the, the the Timberwolves defense is so bad right now. They're, they're the not Spurs even. They were the losing Spurs by gave fifty points in a quarter. The Spurs gave up fifty points in a quarter. A team that's tanking. Their defense is the worst I've ever seen. Have they have the Timberwolves not score? Teams should score two hundred on the Spurs. If Pirtle ever misses a game, honestly, you could score two hundred against the Spurs. Their their whole team is six foot four power forwards. Yeah, I mean, embarrassing. Yeah, the, the, well, I mean, you know, Cat was sick, and him and him and Gobert have to figure out what the hell's going on. It, it's it's not been pretty so. The far, one thing is, Dejounte Dejounte's not a good three point shooter, and Lonnie Walker, as the Lakers fans will find out, is a horrific three point shooter. And it's fine. He's just a shooting guard who can't handle the ball. It's it's okay that he's a thirty percent three point shooter. Um, so Keldon is an is an incredible percentage player, which I try to say. I say it was basically going to be an all star. You laughed at me. Meantime, huh. um, Vassell is a good shooter. This Josh Richardson, who they're going to have to get rid of. I like it. Like, oh, the Lakers really want Josh Richardson, who's like a you know a Jamal Crawford uh, type. The Lakers are going to be four and thirty. Like the Lakers <laughs> might be the worst team in the NBA. Why are they trading for any assets? They should be like. And I know they don't have any assets to sell, but uh, and then and then McDermott, who's obviously like a below fourth grade level defender, but you know is is a is a fantastic three point shooter. So the Spurs can actually really hit threes, and uh, who knows? Uh, Popovich could be coach of the year. The team will be thirty two and fifty. He'll win coach of the year. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here here's the idea for what the NBA should do. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So so Adam Silver gave some comment this week where he sort of speculated about about G League teams and like doing relegation and promotion. That's yeah. obviously it's an impossibility. Like never gonna happen. He yeah. came right away. Came. Yeah, yeah. But there is a very simple solution here. So first of all, the NBA needs to expand, which we know anyways. Put a team in Seattle. Put a team in Las Vegas. Right. You need thirty two mm-hmm. teams. Right. Yep. You, you take a thirty. So do you this 30- could become an NBA podcast if they had the two teams also. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, okay. So you take thirty-two NBA teams, you split them into two conferences, whatever you want to call them, tier one and tier two, the Premier League mm-hmm. and the and the and the the whatever like the second National League, league. the National League. That's, okay, okay, fine. The top sixteen teams go in that league. The next sixteen teams go in the next league. You play. Let's say you play each team in your. In your conference, in your league, five times. So that's 14 mm-hmm. times five is 60. You play each team in the other conference um, uh, twice or, or what? Wait, no, four, no, four times. Four times 15 is 60. Mm-hmm. Is that what I just said, right? Yeah. And then you play each of the other two teams twice. Two times 15 yeah, times 16 is 32. And that's 92. Okay, that's too much. So you play three, whatever. You figure it out. The point is you play the teams in your, in your conference more than the other, right? Mm-hmm. The playoffs are the top 12 teams in, in tier one and the top four teams in tier two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom four teams in tier one drop down to tier two the next year, and then the sixteen playoff teams from the previous year go up to the to to tier one, right? So there's significant financial incentive to be in the top league because most of the high revenue, you know, road teams visiting you, right? You want to see the games against the Stars, against the Warriors and the Bucks, and you know, the, you you don't get as many of those if you're in the lower league. And then also, but you're, not- it's not hopeless. You're in the bottom league, you could still win the NBA title. Yeah, you make the, yeah four teams, a quarter of the teams make the playoffs. 
You make the playoffs every year. But then, and here's the other thing, and and you could even expand and it could be more than 16 playoff teams if you want to do a play-in type thing. But I don't even think it's necessary because I think this is the play-in. And then the other thing is you're not eligible for the for the lottery if you've been in the bottom league for two years in a row. So you cannot tank, right? Then who's getting the first pick? The best team? I don't. Want, no, I don't think the, they'll go for that. No, it's not Maybe the best. Be, no, it's not the best yeah. team. It's half the teams in the bottom league that weren't in there two years in a row. The point. So, th- so the teams. So, but they could be tanking at the bottom of League One. Ever, like I'm going to go back down. I'm going to tank to get. No, there's not because once you're back down, there's no guarantee to be back up. Only 25 percent of teams go back up, and once you're back down twice, then you're screwed. You don't get a lot of. I'll be honest. I I like it. And I, I, they'll never agree to it for course, a bunch of reasons. There's no chance of any of this happening, but it would be a brilliant idea. because Yeah, the, I like it. Because not, obviously, like, the problem is you can't relegate teams because you can't have it not matter. Now you'll argue it will really hurt those teams. You're a Sacramento Kings fan. And, like, you're see, for, it, let's say they did 10 and 6 even. Not, you know, not 12, yeah. not, uh, not, not 12 and 4. Because, like, it's just so hard to make the playoffs. Like, so many of those teams will be eliminated by January. Be but but here's the nightmare the scenario. The NBA came up with the play-in tournament because they didn't want teams taking on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And so they said, we're going to give more teams a shot at the playoffs that more teams will try and not tank. But now we have the opposite scenario because of Wemba Mania, where teams that are going to be in the play-in are going to be losing on purpose to fall out of the play-in because we've lessened the odds. And so anybody who misses the playoffs in the play-in has a decent shot at the number one pick, even if they're like the best team out of it. So now team, mm-hmm. the NBA is going to have a nightmare. You already have seven or eight teams that are openly tanking. That's coming into the season even though the Jazz can't stop winning. By by February, you're going to have half the league tanking. You're going to have teams in the play-in that are trying to get out of the play-in. Hard. And that's a disaster. Maybe thinks every team's going to be like 30 and 30, except the Lakers. Every team yeah. will be 30 and 29. The Lakers will be only 59. All right. I got to I gotta go. I got to I, I got another Chester to deal with. <laughs> All right. Enjoy All right. the other Chester. Bye. Bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.